Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fractured Not Broken, the Relationship Wellness Podcast. Excited to have you join us here today and wherever you're listening. Happy you are here. In today's episode, we're going to talk about emotional intelligence and how it shows up in relationships and why it's so important, quite frankly. So let's get to it. So what is EQ? EQ is a commonly defined set of social skills that speaks to how well aware of ourselves we are, how well aware of others we are, and how interested we are in relating differently and better with the persons we're in relationship with. There's also a component called social awareness. Now, let's talk about those components or attributes. You may hear them referred to as four areas. You may hear them referred to as attributes. You may even hear them referred to as components. And they are self-awareness, self-management, relationship management, and social awareness. So let's talk about them each. Let's kind of break them down or unpack them, if you will, right? So self, self-awareness, what is that? That's you knowing you. That's you being knowing, hey, I do this. I respond this way. This type of thing upsets me. This kind of thing excites me. This is why I need a boundary here because I'm aware that I don't respond well in this space, right? Self-management. Well, quite frankly and simply stated, managing what you're aware of. For example, if you're someone who is prone to pop off when somebody offends you or upsets you, then you may want to consider working on managing that impulse, right? The idea being to grow and develop your self-management because you're aware of your inclination and how you may respond. Number three, relationship management. This one's a big one, as they all are, but relationships, now it moves outside of you, the individual. Now it goes into the consideration and regard and respect for another person, okay? So relationship management. It's being aware of how you feel about things, but also aware of how your person receives things. In other words, pick your spot. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing, people. If just because we want to say something, and it could be valid, no one's saying it isn't, but you want to ensure, or at least take the step to ensure that the person that you want to share whatever it is you want to share is available to receive it. How do you do that? You ask permission. Hey, listen, there's something I like. Um, There's some things I've been thinking about, right? This is just a way. There's some things I've been thinking about that I want to get your thoughts on and I like to share mine. How do you feel about that? Let me tell you why that's so important. Because what I just said to you, what I just explained, is simply when someone generally says, we need to talk. Now, let me ask you folks, who responds well to when someone says we need to talk? (laughs) Immediately, people become defensive. But when you present your desire to have a conversation as an invitation to converse, it can be received differently, which is why it's important. Again, it's a way to manage relationships. Lastly, social awareness. You'll hear this one referred to or can hear this one referred to referred to as reading the room. What are you noticing? 
What's the mood? What's the temperament? What's the attitude? What's the vibe in the room? Because you may have something, again, that's very important that you want to share. But the tension or the feeling in the room, it may not be it may not be that it may not be time. So what do you do? You ask a question, not come in saying guns blazing. I got something I want to say or attacking someone and saying, what's wrong with you? Or why are you acting like that? Listen, again, folks, we don't want to offend. We want to engage more successfully. And the way to do that, or better yet, a way to do that, is by simply asking questions. That's all. Relationship management, social awareness, huge, because they are more than you. And so remember, we are innately selfish. We are. We were born that way. And most of us, our first thought is of ourselves and not about someone else. Emotional intelligence promotes and encourages us to consider not just ourselves, our needs and desires and wants, but those of others. Okay. So, yeah, why is emotional intelligence important? Because, quite frankly, it's going to serve you in your life. It will because people care about how we show up. We want to feel valued. We want to feel seen. We want to be heard. And most people, because like I said a few moments ago, who are innately selfish, they're not thinking that way. But emotionally intelligent people are because they are aware of that. But then they say, how do I combat it? You don't point it out. So you're this way. We don't want to offend, but you may want to ask a question. Did you realize? Did you notice? Did you consider? The reason questions are so important, folks, is because it compels thought. Oftentimes we will tell people what they need to do, what they should do, because we want to be helpful. Here's the problem. Did you get permission? Did they ask you for your opinion? Or did you volunteer it because you thought it was the right thing to do? Not even ver verifying that they were even receptive or would be. The key is, folks, is to ask questions. I'll give you, I'll give you this one, for example. Say someone reaches out to you and says, hey, we need to talk. Or better yet, not we need to talk, but I'd like to talk to you about something. I just, I'm just, I'm working through this thing and it's kind of, it's a, it's a real challenge for me. I'm just not sure what I'm going to do, okay? And you're like, man, that's great. Someone wants to talk to me, and that's awesome. Here's the thing. When someone says to you that they want to speak with you about whatever challenge they're faced with, please remember to ask a question before they get started, or better yet, consider. Am I listening, or did you want feedback? Because sometimes people, folks... People don't necessarily want your opinion. They just want to get it out. And you may be the sounding board that they've asked. That's what they need from you in that moment. They may not need your input. They may not need your fee feedback. So just kind of pause for a moment and ask that. And if they say, yeah, no, I want you to share, then good. Keep going. Because at that point now, because it's easy to make an assumption because someone says, I want to talk to you now. You feel like, well, you said you wanted to talk to me. It's okay for me to share whatever I think about what you're sharing. Y not really. Because there's still a respect and there's still an opportunity to honor a boundary. But here's the thing, folks. Like I said a few moments ago, well, not a few moments ago, but people, we have experiences. And in those experiences, we remember what happened. And in experiences, 
we can leave them bruised, we can leave them hurt, or we can feel damaged as a result of the experience. Not malicious. That's the thing. It's not malicious. But it's an opportunity to talk about what you feel, how that experience caused you to feel. And so this is just another way to say, hey, let me check. Let me not assume. Let me not take for granted because you asked my thoughts on something that you automatically want my thoughts. Or you wanted to, I'm sorry, that you wanted to talk to me about something that you automatically want to know what I think about what you want to talk to me about. Does that make sense? Just something to consider. So, again, we're talking about why it's important. Why emotional intelligence is is so important and it's foundational. Because the beauty of emotional intelligence is that we can speak to what we're noticing. Again, not asking that question, what's wrong with you? Why did you do that? What were you thinking? Please do not attack people. Please don't do that. Because what happens is people tend to shut down. Again, back to that whole bruised and damaged and hurt. To you, it's not a big deal because in your mind, you may feel like you're coming from a good place. No one's saying you're not. But again, less about you, more about how the other person may have received it. Again, folks, it's an opportunity to ask a question. Not why. Speak to what you're noticing. Be curious. Curiosity is good. Because I'd rather someone ask me, hey, I'm noticing this thing. I noticed that in this moment, you responded that way. And I just, I'm not sure what I was seeing. I'm not sure what caused you to respond that way. Can I ask you a question? What, what were you, what was important to you in that moment? Now that's a conversation. Now, because if you go in, what's wrong with you? Why'd you do that? The person's likely going to feel like they have to explain it. I'm sorry, defend it. Because that's really not the question. You really want to know you want to under, oh, at least I hope you want to understand, right? And not in a facetious nor sarcastic way, but that you want to know kind of where they are, right? And where they, and how they feel about things. Why is that important? Relationship management. See, social awareness said that you notice some things. Relationship management says, now that I'm aware of what I've noticed, I can speak to my person and engage this person differently because I see how they respond in that space. Do you realize that none of this is about you? It's about how we show up for others. It's very subtle, but it's so very impactful and so very powerful. It's just a matter of us, A, being aware of it and choosing to execute. Hope that makes some sense. So how does EQ impact our relationships? Personal and professional. Well, kind of been talking about it. The impacts of EQ can be realized, again, when people reach to you and want to get your thoughts, when people feel valued, when people feel heard, when people feel seen, they show up and present differently. One of the goals of our podcast is to transform the way we show up and present in relationships, especially the ones that matter to us, that matter to most to us, right? It will serve you tremendously And it will make operating in your love languages and receiving in your love languages a far better experience because emotional intelligence is the foundation of your relationships, no matter the type. The love languages, it's a bonus. 
But EQ is really where it is. So last point we want to talk about, how do you create, or how do I create emotionally intelligent relationships? Yeah, kind of like this. Everything we talked about. What are you aware of about yourself? What do you recognize and see in others? And how do you approach both? Let me explain. Being self-aware is vitally important. And also managing what you are, learning to manage what you are aware of about yourself helps you to be more effective with others. For example, if someone is saying something or there's a group of people, say you walk into a room and you hear and you know that you're not a person who's boisterous and loud and you're kind of a bit reserved and you may be someone who kind of is off to the side. You just kind of want to assess and you'll gravitate to where you feel comfortable. But the reality is that which you may have noticed in that space, you recognize that, hey, that's a group, not, not that anything is wrong with that group, but that's not a group that I necessarily want to participate with or, you know, be in the same general area. It's just not, it's not comfortable for whatever the reason. Because again, we're talking about self-awareness, we're talking about learning to manage what we're aware of and how that, how that not so much can be perceived, but how, excuse me, you feel in space. Not doing what you feel you should do, but doing what's comfortable and promotes and supports your peace. Self-awareness, self-management. We're talking about how do I create emotionally intelligent relationships. The relationship management component, it says that I see this. Is this someone I want to be in relationship with or am open to having a conversation with? Is it something that that matters? Uh, is it something that um, let's see that that I that I'm interested in? And if not, that's okay. But let's move to the space where there it is okay, where somebody that you are interested in being in relationship with. Again, doesn't matter professional, romantic, non-romantic. We're talking about relationship management. The relationship management is your awareness of your person of the other person, I should say, and how they respond and what you're noticing because that energy is real. So like we can respond to people based on what they present to us, but we have a choice. We don't have to, but it, hap- it can happen so subtly that if somebody comes in and they, ha- they have a lot of high energy and you're like, hey, and you feel like you have to, not even that you feel like, you just in- start to try to match it. And you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So the idea is to manage you and say, okay, I see what's going on here. Now it's an opportunity to do what? Ask a question, not what's wrong with you, <laughs> okay, or why are you re- responding this way? But it's an opportunity to say, hey, I'm noticing you You seem a little hyper. I don't. Are you comfortable? Did something just happen? Whatever that may be. Relationship management, folks. It's your awareness of you, and it's, awareness, it's your awareness of the other person. And lastly, social awareness speaks to reading the room, what you're noticing, and how you choose to respond to what you're noticing. Choose to be curious. Choose to ask questions. It will, it will help. It will inform how you respond. It will inform your reaction, but it also encourages you to pause in the moment and not just react. Hey, listen, I hope it was helpful. It's your guy, Coach Raj. 
and we'll do it again on the next episode. I'll see you soon. Take care.